What's good, family? Welcome to the Fight Club. I'm Jared, and this is a place where we fight for our lives and help others fight for theirs. We do it by three ways, helping you face yourself, face your fears, and most definitely face God. This is a place where we learn how to identify a fight and initiate our fight. I believe that God has created everybody with purpose, but there is a tailor-made challenge standing in the way, and we wanna help identify what that fight is, what's standing in the way of your purpose, and then initiate through using some skills, initiate our battles and to be overcomers. And so I'm excited today. This is round three of the Fight Club. And today I'm gonna talk a little bit about who I am. What is the method to the madness? And I'm a man that's crazy enough to believe that my life has purpose. I don't believe that I'm still standing here today but because my life has purpose, man. All the times, I mean, times I've OD behind cars, gotten car wrecks, times that I fell asleep behind the wheel about to drive over an embankment, times that I've been on the run from the police and bounty hunters, times that I should have died, um, shootouts, times that um, I've caught in cases and shouldn't even be standing here, sitting here today that God had mercy on me and he saw fit or saw, saw me in this place today, saw past all the BS and said, you know what, I know he has a purpose and I'm gonna send some agents his way in order to help him, guide him and help him in his fight. And so because of that, this is why I'm sitting here today giving back in this way, man. I, my focus is on individuals who may deal with mental health issues, wanting to get out of substance abuse, right gain some sense of sobriety and individuals that are sick and tired of being sick and tired of going in and out of the jail or prison system hey listen i've been in every last place that i just previously discussed and that's the reason i have a heart that's why i'm crazy about what i'm doing and i'm excited because i know if god can change my life he can change yours also and so what is the fight club man to understand the fight club is to understand who i am this is my heart and soul i've had experiences dealing with mental illness substance abuse and a history behind the criminal justice system listen man i started getting locked up when i was 17 years old and i thank god man he blessed me to see 40 years old man I'm, I'm 40 today and i still got a baby face i think man my kids almost look as grown as i do and man i just thank god that i've been able to go through these places and walk in these shoes man to be able to stand before you today and know that there's some hope there's some light at the end of the tunnel and so i understand the language of the hurt and despair i understand the language of frustration and anger and i understand feeling like no one understands what I'm going through. And this is the reason that I started the Fight Club. I want to help us face ourselves, face our fears, and face God. This has been a long road. And for me, starting as an adolescent, man, something worth noting is that our environment will shape us spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically as well. All the way from my mother's womb, some things there's sometimes there's some trauma going on even in our mother's womb and scientists have detected that a baby can be affected even in the womb right and so most of what um what we look like or most of what we end up um adopting 
comes from my parents. And so it is possible that you can be in an environment, a negative environment or a hostile environment before you even know um, what to call this environment. Let me just say it like that. And I believe everything natural has a spiritual makeup. And so think about it like this. Before we can benefit from something that's created, we got to we got to understand the reason why I was created. OK. And so while we were in our parents womb, they may not even know the purpose that God may have had on our life. And so they may have not protected us or carried us well. Well, they may have had situations going on in their own personal life that they didn't know how to properly take care of you, okay? And so I know a lot of people experience hurt from a young age. I did. And in going through that situation, I understood that it was an atmosphere that was around me that my parents were struggling with that I just adopted. There was some lifestyles that my parents dealt with that just because I saw it and heard it, I adopted it. All right. And so a lot of us, we may look like one or, or both of our parents. All right. And when you think about it, you think about how you were influenced. There's two debates or there's a debate on two different things. It's called the nurture or nature debate. Right. And so according to psychology today, nature means the biological factors, namely genetics that we adopt from our parents. While nurture, it means the upbringing or life experiences in more general sense. And so when we look at nature, we think about how we look. We may look like our parents, right? But when we deal with nurture, we deal with the personalities or the mental dispositions that we have because of our parents. And so I know everybody's situation is uh, unique, but I know that if we were to be honest, a lot of our personal decisions that we've made had more of an influence around genetics and an influence around the personality and the environment that we grew up around. And so I wanna say that to say, is it at some point that you have to come to the realization that everything is not all on you? I know you got to take a responsibility today for the decisions you make today, but I do understand that you can be around an environment, you can be around people that had a, such a negative impact on your life that some of the things that you got caught up in was in direct correlation to the people that you were around. And so because of that, I believe God has mercy on us. Because of that, if we're in a position of influence, we should be sympathetic um, towards people in their situations. I know when I started catching my first cases when I was in high school, a lot of people didn't understand or know that um, my mom was dealing with some mental some mental battles even got placed in a mental hospital um, while we were while we were in high school middle school actually and then into high school and um so we me and my sister we kind of grew up we were like some like some wild wolves i guess you could say we grew up where we had to start fending for ourselves at a young age and so by the time we did get in high school my mom actually got out of the mental hospital but because we were 
we grew up the way we grew up, she couldn't really deal with us like she wanted to. She was still trying to treat us like we were young kids, young teenagers, and she just really wanted some love, honestly. And because we were so aggressive in nature and we'd be kind of fending for ourselves for so long, she couldn't do nothing with us. And so I'm sure that the, that took a toll on her and us just being disrespectful towards her that one day she decided, you know what, I'm just gonna leave. She started going through a mental lapse and she decided she was gonna leave us while we were yet in high school. And so she had a conversation with us like, listen, I need to talk to y'all, we just got out of school. So we come in and we're talking to our mother. She said, listen, I'm moving. And she's like, you can stay here if you want to, or you can call your dad and try to go move back with him, but uh, I'm gonna leave. And so me and my sister kind of looked at each other and we like, yeah, yeah, right. So come the next day, we got home from school. She was not there. And it probably, maybe a day later, really didn't dawn on us that she wasn't coming back. And so that in it itself affected me and my sister. We, have abandoned, we had abandonment issues, right? neglect we I don't know exactly how my sister took it but um, I know something died in me that day it, it caused me to have a not to care attitude and I didn't probably go back to school for two weeks after that and once I finally went back I went back on a Tuesday and I got expelled that Monday and so here it is I started making some bad choices I started trying to numb my pain through drinking getting high and running with the people I was running with and so here it is not too long after that I'm catching my first couple of cases ultimately one of them um, led me to being incarcerated by the age of 21 to do five years and I'm saying all that to say some of the things in my environment affected me in a way where I started making bad choices and I had to I had to live with those choices and still have to live with those choices to an extent. And so you got the nature and the nurture. I look like my parents, right? But it was the atmosphere and the things they were dealing with and their separation and mom's mental lapse and my dad doing what he was doing. Those things influenced me to the point where I started making bad decisions. And so I thank God though, watch this that even though those things took place, the Bible says it like this, what the devil meant for bad, God turned around for my good. And so I'm sitting here today being able to thank God that even though I went those, through those bad circumstances and those um, some of their decisions influenced me to make some bad decisions and bad choices, you can always learn from your mistakes and you can always learn to forgive. I came to a point when, when I was 21 that I decided to forgive my mother and my father because I understood that God forgave me and mine, my sins, right? And because he forgave me, I got to forgive. He had mercy on me, I could have mercy on them, you know? And me and my mother got a great relationship to this day. And my father, he passed away a year after I got out in 2007 but we still got a chance to spend some time together. And so I don't look at what I lost from them. I look at the time that I get, did get a chance to spend with them. And because of that, I honor him, you know what I'm saying? And so I just want to encourage someone today 
because this is the reason why I started the Fight Club. Because I know that we grow up in, in circumstances, we grow up in environments that can be unhealthy um, towards our mental health, right? We grow up in environments that can be unhealthy towards our mind, unhealthy. Um, and even if you're in that type of situation, God can intervene. Even if you're in that type of situation, this is what the Fight Club is all about. It's to help you face yourself, face your fears, and face God. Some of our fears is we don't want to grow up and turn out to be like our parents were. Some of us are afraid that, and we try to run from what, what it looked like to be like them. But if we never learn how to forgive, then we'll end up running right into what they were. You can't run from your past. You can't run from your hurt. You can't run from the pain. What you have to do is you gotta confront it. If you remember in round one, I talked about what it looked like to face yourself, face your fears, and face God. And facing yourself is to be honest and have taken an evaluation about where you are. And facing your fears is to be able to stand and say, you know what, I'm not gonna run any longer. Today, I'm deciding to confront what I'm afraid of. And then facing God is to be willing to let go of that life, that life in the past and being honest with him and saying, Lord, this is where I am and this is who I am and I'm coming as I am and help me in my situation. And so this is a part of my life that I want to talk about just a little bit because I'm going to get into my mental illness challenges on the next round. And then I'm going to talk about my substance abuse challenges. And then I'll talk about my challenges in the criminal justice system, because I think it's important to be honest about things you go through. Right. Because there may be somebody else going through a similar situation and not knowing how to navigate. And because I've already been through it, guess what? I can help navigate the situation. So before we close out today, I just want to take these four points to ponder. Right. We're ending off all my Fight Club videos with four points to ponder to get us to think, because a lot of times we responded emotionally and our emotions have been damaged. And so when we responded like that, or we responded out of our mind, but until we start thinking right, your mind can lead you astray. Or we responded out of a broken heart, right? And in, in responding out of a broken heart, you don't see things as they are, you see them as you are. And so you see brokenness. And so until you heal, guess what? That's how you see, that's how you perceive things. And you might not be making the right decisions because based on your hurt and your trauma. And so four points to ponder. I want you to think about this. You didn't just end up here. There are a lot of components that took place in your life to get you to the point you are today. So I want you to do this. Name two things about your upbringing that are personally hard for you to deal with. All right. Name two things that about your upbringing that were personally hard for you to deal with. I tell you my two. One was trying to find out, you know, sometimes your parents don't really be honest about what's going on between them. I'm talking about your relationship with your mom and your dad. Sometimes they either respond out of hurt or they don't even tell you anything about it. So it was hard for me it was hard for me to live not knowing what took place between them two and the reason behind why they're 
why their relationship fell apart. All right, that's number one. And number two was, um, it was hard for me to speak out about my hurt. I developed something called nonchalance. You know, I'm gonna talk about it in a later round, but nonchalance is when somebody's asking you how you're doing and you just tell them okay by, by, by habit and you never have an emotional expression. See, what happened with me is because my heart was hurt, I just bottled up all my pain and I never expressed any emotion. So if you, everybody thought I was upbeat, Everybody thought, you know, he's so cool, he's so this, that, and third, but I was really hurt. I was really depressed, and I hit it well with a smile, and I hit it well with joking and laughing. I hit it well with just activities, but when I was by myself, I had to live with the realities of my hurt, okay? So those are my two. You know, I'm interested to hear your two. You can comment. Um, you can comment down in the comment section, man, and let's connect. Let's talk about these things because they're not discussed enough. And a lot of people are suffering in silence and dying in silence because they're not able to speak out. Hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a listening ear, okay? So number two, natural, everything natural has a spiritual makeup. There's more going on in the unseen than the seen. Name one of the unseen battles that you constantly deal with. I'm gonna be honest, mine is self-hatred. It's taking a long time God to work his love in my heart for me to be able to love myself I'm telling you because of growing up and being neglected and abandoned like I was I felt like if my parents didn't love me you know if it was what was wrong with me for them not to be able to love and care for me like they should have I see all other I see other parents love their children and so I didn't experience that like they did and so I always felt like it was something wrong with me, you know, and that caused me to everything I was doing was doing out of trying to get some type of validation or trying to get some type of applause or trying to I wanted somebody to tell me how good I was or how good I looked or, or I really put down, you know, but I was doing all that out of a place of hurt because I needed that validation. And I believe a lot of people are living like that, even as adults. I believe that they're copping new whips and they're getting these jobs and going to school and trying to get all this education. They're doing all these things, not because this is the path and plan they believe for their life. They're doing it because they feel like once they get to a certain place, they're going to be satisfied by the pats on the backs. And they're going to be satisfied with people looking to see what they got. And they're going to be able to gloat and the idea of actually finally having something and people admiring them. But deep down, if God don't ever heal that hurt, guess what? That's not going to be enough. It's not going to suffice. That's why you got people that are millionaires that kill themselves. Because they thought once they got all these things, they were going to be happy and satisfied. And it was going to please them and heal them. But no, it don't work that way. Only God can heal those hurts. All right. So number three, nature versus nurture. You adopted both natural and environmental influences that cause you to be who you are. So name one nature and one nurture characteristic that you adopt from your parents. And so I say that um, the nature characteristic, I know I look a lot like my mom. I look like my dad too, but I 
think I look more like my mom than my dad. So that's a nature. A nurture I adopted from my father at nonchalance. I believe on my dad's side of the family, they don't have an emotional expression. They never develop to be able to express themselves emotionally. And so even in talking to them about tough or hurtful matters, they don't know how to express themselves. And I believe a lot of men are like that. We just learn how to be tough exteriorly, right? Tough on the exterior, tough on the outside, but on the inside, a lot of us are vulnerable. On the inside, a lot of us are hurt. A lot of us, I believe once you experience trauma and you no longer communicate, you experience something called arrested development where you stop actually growing because you're not able to communicate what you're going through. So you got a lot of grown men, women too, but a lot of grown men that are still young boys on the inside because they never develop the habit of being able to speak out and talk about what they're going through. So number four, points to ponder. And I want you to comment. I want you to comment on the comment section about different things you go through. Let's talk about it. Let's build a, a healthy dialogue. Number four, everything is not your fault. So stop blaming yourself. Let's work on becoming solution minded. So name one thing that you often blame yourself for from your past, from your upbringing. Right. Name one thing. And so I'll say that I used to blame myself for my mom leaving. When she came back in the picture, man, I was super duper disrespectful. I had a real hardened heart, man. I didn't care. I hated. I hated. I didn't necessarily hate her, but I hated how the situation played out. It just made me act real aggressive with her, take keys, steal cars, you know, slam doors, just disrespectful, talking crazy. Like, and I look back, you know, now I know she was dealing with a lot of things emotionally and mentally, and I had no type of sympathy for that and now I wish I would have treated it different but I was young and I was hurt and was acting out but we've talked about it since then and so I got a new type of respect for her because believe it or not even though I was so disrespectful to her when I went to prison she gave me my first bible and I believe me reading that bible put me in a path that I would end up getting right with God man and, and walking this path being a child of God and so I appreciate her for that she didn't even have to she could have cut me off because the way I treated her but she had mercy and she still loved me despite and so um, because of that I just appreciate her so much and so look those are four points to ponder comment your answers in the comment section um, and before we close out listen please like share and subscribe like for the algorithm share to your friends family and loved ones who may need help let's create a healthy dialogue and talk about these things and subscribe to the fight club channel hit that notification bell so you can get all the updated content that i provide remember that fight club man's primary focus is to fight for your life and help others fight for theirs i'm dealing with individuals that have issues with mental illness and i'm providing an example for those who struggle with substance abuse i was once there and uh, god brought me out and to help break vicious cycles of going in and out of prison and jail okay and so 
The Fight Club is up under the umbrella of Chaplain Dr. Frederick Wood and 3C Empowerment. So for more information for the service we provide, please visit us at 3CEmpowerment.com and book your first free 15-minute evaluation. Also, there you can purchase my book, Honestly, Keys to Building Lasting Relationships and Chaplain Dr. Wood's book, Theology vs. Psychology. These are great reads, uh, necessary for our community that we're uh, living in and dealing with these issues. And listen, if this cause that you desire to support, you can support it by um, donating to uh, Fight Club Now on Cash App. I appreciate, appreciate all the support. And if you're looking for a keynote speaker, your next event, church, school, organization, or business, or looking for someone to host a workshop with the topics said above, listen, you can book me um, right at the email in the comment, I mean, um, down the link below, and we can um, collaborate together to deal with some of these tough issues, man. I believe that we're here to fight for our lives and help others fight for their. Listen, I'm Jared. Oh, yeah, and before I leave, hey, man.